Welcome back to Micah Sun Reflections. Today I've got a poem for you called Uncle Scrooge Was My Father Too. Uncle Scrooge was my father too. It's a hard thing for anyone to sell out. Dreams of rainbows become a need for a certain weather. Knowledge of illness reveals your own hand stirring the poison. Adding just a little salt to cover your own tracks in the snow. Betrayal you can stomach from just the right warm rock high in snow-dusted mountains. You decide you have a right to be claiming as your own. After all, it's an easy thing for anyone to sell out. I guess I'm still working this poem a little bit. I had a friend recently speaking to me of starting a marketing job and having to shift from a perspective of academia to a perspective of capitalism and how that was challenging an interesting thing. To sell by fabricating would not feel good to me. To sell out, I have a friend who wishes to deliver healing, but is reluctant to market and hype. This is a thing to know and believe in the value of what you are creating is very important. To hype it and pretend it is more than it is is perhaps necessary, according to many entrepreneurs and marketers. But to maintain integrity, that is a key piece of keeping your soul intact. Being believable and honest. It is a hard thing for anyone to sell out. Dreams of rainbows become a need for certain weather. Knowledge of sickness reveals your own hand stirring the poison. Adding just a little salt to cover your own tracks in the snow. Betrayal you can stomach from just the right warm rock. High in snow-dusted mountains you decide are your own. After all, poem entitled, Uncle Scrooge Was My Father Too. This is an episode of Micah Sun Reflections, my periodic podcast. You can see more of my work, communicate with, and support me 
at patreon.com slash micasun, M-I-C-A-S-U-N, like the mineral and the heavenly body. This poem where it says, knowledge of sickness reveals your own hand stirring the poison. Such a predicament we're in as colonizers, as contributors to resource exploitation, benefiting in this very phone I hold from the mining of metals from places far away, obtained through immoral means, the means that empire has used for so long, obtained through war and threat, coercion and deception, through backroom deals, through the military which my taxes fund. My hand stirs the poison. I use fuel every day to travel. I take pleasure vacations. How would an earth look that was truly fair? How would an earth look that truly was grateful to all living things, that showed gratitude and fully owned the effort it takes to farm, to create, the effort of industry, the pollution which we ship away, so fastidiously collecting our leave-no-trace method litter from all sacred spaces to put in bags of plastic and bury in the earth or send overseas where families sift through the toxins to find a bit of gold for their sustenance. Places which companies my money is invested in have raped, stolen from, deluded and coerced at threat of force and at times of death to give up their preciousness. Ponds of toxins down the river from the coal spent burning to make the fuel I use to charge this very mobile device on which I record. Our hand stirs the pot of poison every breath almost. The dream we have of somehow creating a world where we are not a part of this is a noble vision, but it is, in my opinion, very unachievable in its literal sense. Does that mean we cease our trying? I do not think that is what it means. Does it mean... What does it mean? What does it mean to know we stir that pot? 
What does it mean to know we stir that pot? The title of the poem, Uncle Scrooge Was My Father Too. I own, I validate that my lineage includes generations of exploitation and also generations of suffering, all of us wanting to survive. My vow, my prayer, and my plea for God and spirit to make me a vessel of the witness to love begs that I look at what is precious in all our actions. This desire to share through technology, to touch the heart, to create beauty and connection, to illuminate, to own, to bring into the light of consciousness. All of these are loves I have. Even the love of novelty drives my obsession with this way of communicating my desire to make livelihood and have a life of ease in which play informs my holy work drives me to pursue this art, this craft. Our love for family drives us to evade taxes, to make inheritable wealth that costs as little as possible. Our love of mischief, perhaps, is one of our redeeming qualities. Our love of power, we could say, is based in fear. I say it is a love that is immature. The love of the President of the United States, many of them to strike drones at the fingertips call across the world. What power. There is a love of power in young children. Working at a preschool, I see the joy and love of utter destruction in a safe container, destroying sand castles, destroying wooden creations, destroying at times the art and craft of other children. And it is at this that we place boundaries and we say no. You can only break it if you make it. This sadly is not the philosophy of many of the powers that be. Empire, one could argue, has brought us many things. Industrial agriculture has brought us well-fed people. In a time of global crisis, I suspect that the technologies and crafts of genetic engineering of industrial farming, of greenhouse food creation. All of these could contribute to the survival of many tens of thousands of us. Tied as we are to empire, knowing in the depths of our bowels 
that we are supported by this system makes us in some way also accept and acknowledge that we are in part alive due to its machinations. And yet, and yet the casualties are high, and we know this too. Sweatshop labor, erosion of soil, shifting of climate, poisoning of people, destruction of the very groundwater from which we draw our water, from which we draw what we drink. It's unacceptable and yet acceptable as a part of the cost of war, the casualties of the war that keeps us alive. But this is not the future I wish to vision. What future can we vision? Accepting the need for this technology of death and yet seeing a future where it becomes more and more just, more and more fair, where workplaces are governed by a process of the workers, where corporations are controlled more fully by the democratic will of the people, truly for the public good. Taking away the oligarchical power of the few who wish to war in the world in order to gain and consolidate power, instead making the system more open, more accountable, transparent and governable by us, by us, all of us people, all of us with the same needs. High up goes the poem. Betrayal you can stomach from just the right warm rock. High up in snow-dusted mountains, you decide you have a right to be claiming as your own. All of us stand on stolen soil. And I must qualify, I speak as a white man in the United States of empire on stolen land, which, to be fair, many of my ancestors were probably not fully conscious of as being stolen. And yet the truth remains. Mountains, we decide we have a right to be claiming as our own. Privilege and entitlement of the colonizer runs strong in us. I myself love to explore. And the poem is, of course, about the conflict within us. One that I believe gets glossed over, rationalized away, and made excuses for as we grow lazy and used to 
the unfair exploitation which our lives seem to demand. But it needs to be remembered. We need to acknowledge and give thanks. We need to acknowledge what we stand on, a system of enslavement, a system of exploitation. And yet, vowing to be a vessel to the witness of love, I ask us to remember that all people are driven not just by fear, but beneath that by a need or a love for something. Even the immaturity of power is a sort of love. And we need to be able to acknowledge that just because our joy is in something does not mean we choose to take an action that results in that joy. If the choice harms others, we might give pause. This is where truly being an adult has meaning in the world. And I directly address the leaders of these places in which we live. It is a hard thing for anyone to sell out. And I mean the inner conflict. And I debate ending the poem. It is an easy thing. And that too is often true. We should own our shadows. This has been another reflection from Micah Sun, so named by my sweetheart. Micah, as in the reflective mineral that is mined and was mined, was mined here in southern Appalachia, where I live, and that bespeckles the trails we walk in the forest, abundant like fairy dust. I have, in fact, used it as glitter for my face. Sun, as in the ignited planet around which we circle. Micah Sun Reflections, Instagram, Facebook, patreon.com slash Micah Sun, probably other places as well at some point. Please keep listening. Please show up. Please do not shut your eyes to these truths. What is hard in life send into prayer and may prayer in time rapidly one might hope become action from a place of the witnessing of love drop deep bringing art to your ears Micah Sun